0: Welcome to another episode of Getting on the Green, the real estate podcast with your host, Craig Merlin. We are at the end of the month of April, so we are a couple of months in on the COVID pandemic. And it seems that we're starting to slightly recover a little bit. Uh, Our governments are coming out with new plans on how we're going to be getting back to work. Um... They in South Florida. They just opened up uh, parks today, actually. So that includes uh, golf courses and other public parks. Uh, beaches aren't open yet, but uh, we see that uh, people are starting to slightly get out more, uh, as long as they're, you know, staying fairly protected with their masks and gloves and things like that. Um, the more signs we see, the more uh, less lethal this virus actually is, and Luckily, in sunny South Florida, um, the science is showing that uh, UV rays and humidity actually dampens the effects of uh, the coronavirus. So on today's episode, we have an awesome individual, um, Daniel Pablo. He is a Miamian, born and raised. He had a bachelor's in criminal justice from Florida International University, and he joined the Marines after college. So... Um, Clearly, he has uh, experience in multiple different areas. We'll find out how he got into real estate, um, what exactly he does specifically, um, and a little more about uh, his actual personal life. So um, awesome show today. I'm excited to get going. And um, here we are with Daniel. So welcome, Daniel. Thanks for being here. We're uh, thrilled to have you.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, other than what I briefly went over. Uh, who, who are we talking to right now?
1: So I'm a brand new father. I have a five-month-old daughter.
0: Congratulations is, on uh, that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's definitely making life interesting being at home more often, but it's great, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Um, I, I like to read I like to be outdoors fishing, hunting, all that stuff. Um, and I'm just, you know, just trying to get by how everyone else is nowadays, uh, changing environment and adapting to new ways of doing
0: things. That's great. Um, so can you tell us kind of how you got into real estate, like where, where that started or branched from, uh, was there somebody that influenced you or something like that?
1: Um, when I, I was, my dad had always pushed me to to get my real estate license, and um, I was after I had joined the Marines. I was trying to earn some some extra cash. I was working a job, running sports leagues, and you know that didn't pay very much. Um, so, trying to make some extra money, um, and I I got into real estate. I took my my, uh, my state test. I passed, um, and I got my license, and I started doing residential real estate that didn't last long um i i ended up finding a job somewhere else doing something else and i kept pursuing uh the criminal justice path um and after a while i just you know i just decided maybe this isn't uh the road for me uh it was it it just shouldn't be this hard i don't know uh i was just kind of not knowing where to go with my life. And, uh, and, uh, I was able to get uh, a job in Baptist health enterprises, which is the real estate arm of Baptist health. South Florida. And, uh, I started doing property management there. It was a great experience and I learned a lot. And from there I came now to MIM.
0: Wow. That's great. Um, and, uh, I'm sure from all our listeners and myself included, uh, thank you for your service. Um, need more people like you. Um, so let's move on. So the, today's actual uh, podcast topic is um, property management during COVID. So obviously we are in uh, a tumultuous time, to say the least. Uh, nobody really knows what is happening tomorrow or the next day or two months in advance, a year in advance, you know, and in real estate, you have to be planning, um, at least financially, uh, long in advance in order to be successful or else you're going to be, uh, filing some sort of legal papers down the road. Um, so what, what, what are landlords or property managers doing during this time? Um, basically to assist themselves and their tenants. So
1: most of our clients, um, They uh, they're just everyday people like us, you know. They have mortgage payments. They have bills just like everyone, and and um, part of well, their income depends on you know tenants, and uh, and their and them paying their rent. So what we're doing right now is trying to help the landlords and and uh, and the tenants to come up with you know like some sort of agreement so that there can be some kind of income uh, for the landlords to to
0: pay their bills. Okay, so fairly mutually, you know, beneficial situations where, you know, this is a tough time for everyone, although business practices don't end, so, you know, maybe a couple concessions here or there. Um so like do you have any ideas as to what people can be doing going forward and by people I mean uh property managers or landlords like other than concessions like what other what other ways are there to you know facilitate situations like these that to make everybody happy and make sure that tenants are still paying landlords are still doing what they're supposed to be doing service-wise um well
1: what we're doing right now is a lot of uh of our properties have restaurants and, and uh and stuff that are still technically open but they're not uh Open to the public. Okay. So our, our marketing team is doing a great job of you know showcasing these tenants, um, not just restaurants, but other tenants that that may be open in other ways for you know for delivery or for pickup uh, of their products. And uh, we're doing our best to you know uh, to showcase them to uh, just to expose them to uh, to all of the uh, people that we work with. And I think I'm. I think that's a great strategy because it helps bring business for them and you're helping your client in, uh, to get some kind of income from their tenants. And, you know, we're all in this together, so uh, helping helping someone out is, is uh, definitely something that uh, everyone is trying to do right now.
0: Okay, so um, it seems that you would be kind of, or not you, but property managers or landlords need to be taking things on a case by case basis. Is that is that correct, or should they just have a kind of blanket way of dealing with, you know, property their all of their properties as a whole, uh, or should they you know they deal with tenants on an individual basis? I,
1: yeah, I think on an individual basis, you know, everyone has needs uh, that are unique to them. Some people may be able to pay half rent. Some may not be able to pay any rent. So just working with the tenants and speaking to them, maybe not just calling them and trying to, you know, work something out, but having, you know, helping them uh, and guiding them to what it is that they need to do to, to let us know what it is that they need.
0: Okay, so, so that... that...
1: Work with the landlord.
0: So... Uh... Basically, are you strategically going towards them to collect rent the same through the same avenue that you were before? For instance, if you were doing just automatic online pay or something like that, are you just sitting back quietly or should landlords and uh, property managers just be sitting back quietly and just waiting for their um, check to hit the bank account? Or should they be contacting their uh, their tenants and saying, hey, I'm here if you need anything Uh, like what? What, what would your suggestion be to any uh, landlords or property managers?
1: I think most of the tenants have reached out to us. So the tenants
0: are taking the initiative and reaching out for the most part? Yeah. Do, do you yes, think... And Go ahead. No, and,
1: and we're also just calling all of our tenants to see how they're doing, what it is, if there's anything that we can do to help them. And, uh, and again, uh, we're pushing them towards our... Uh, uh you know that that is giving good information on what to do if your if your business is closed and and uh and a lot of information about the small business ones that the FDA is giving out.
0: So you're kind of just like disseminating information that, that you get from different sources to keep them as informed as possible and making sure that they know that you're there to help them? Okay so I don't I don't know if uh, the numbers yet have really come in because like I stated earlier we are at the end of April so I don't know how much um the pandemic has affected the actual financials yet um but have you seen any effects on rental rates your collection percentage or the retention of of tenants have, has any of that been affected yet that you've seen or
1: so regarding rental rates, I'm, I'm not a broker. I would refer to uh, just one of the very many talented brokers that we have at NAI for branches uh, on that. But as for collection and retention, yeah, collection is definitely something that we've seen uh, um, a dip in. Obviously people can't pay their bills, they can't pay their rent. Um, so uh, it's, it's been a struggle for them particularly in retail. Um, A lot of smaller businesses that don't maybe have an online presence uh, to ship their products, Um, you know, they're having a hard time because people can't really (laughs) get out and shop. Um, uh, Surprisingly enough, office buildings aren't that bad. We We are still, it's not what it used to be, but it's not as bad as we thought it would be. You know like a lot of lawyers and accountants and stuff like that that, that work in office buildings they they're still working they're still working remote so even though we've've uh, we've made some agreements with with uh, some of those types of tenants there's there's still some kind of an income um, as for retention I don't think anyone is really going anywhere right now um,
0: so. <laughs> so you don't see mass exodus of your tenants right now? They're they're mostly just trying um, to work with you, find a way to get through this, and continue on in their business.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah, there's. I don't know if uh, if anyone can afford to move right now. You know, with, with The way
0: that things are. Okay. Um, do you do you expect that these types of uh, changes in collection issues or retention even though we don't really have retention numbers as much right now but um collection issues do you think that would kind of be an issue going forward past covid are our tenants going to be tougher to potentially deal with because hey i got away with it once not paying and they were nice to me maybe i should try again or is that something that you think everyone will be understanding
1: i think everyone is definitely going to be understanding you know the these are historical times that we're living in, and it's it's uh, a lot of people don't have a have a choice to you know not be able to pay bills. So there are those tenants still that, that you have issues with, but for the most part, you know, I don't I don't see any issues going forward. If anything, I think this will help um, our collections in the future. Uh, people aren't uh, really mailing checks now. Um, I know at some locations we aren't accepting checks, uh, and we're only accepting payment online, which is a faster way of, of, for us collecting and for them, uh, for their accounts to be, you know, made current faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get something, uh, an ACH transfer or, uh, or a check payment online, they post to their accounts in 24 hours, you know, so it's up to date quicker. And if there's any issues, we can find them and, you know, reach out to the
0: tenant and work with them on it. So this could um, be actually like a good thing for property management going forward? Uh,
1: I think so. Collection-wise.
0: Collection, collection-wise, yes. Not, collection-wise, not COVID. <laughs> <collection-wise>. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so we were talking slightly before about um, things that the landlord or the property manager can do. Uh, during these tough times. Are there any suggestions that you would give tenants um, that as a property manager that you would give tenants whether they're your tenants or not as to what they should do or who they can contact or th- things like that?
1: Um, well, I think, again, our marketing team is doing a great job of pushing out information on things like that. I know that a lot of tenants, uh, they pay for utilities. So if they're not working from home, my suggestion would be to Turn up their air conditioning uh, to you know to a higher temperature, turning off all the lights in their space, unplugging equipment that's not used very often, um, and things like that that you know you sometimes don't think about and take for granted.
0: Nickel and dime here and there, but for months on end, yeah, that could yeah. save a good amount. Yeah, definitely. Okay.
1: Definitely.
0: Definitely. So let's let's uh, jump back a couple months. COVID doesn't exist yet. Let's say. Um, are you or the people you know? Are you guys on-site uh, property managers, or do you do it, you know, off-site and you know commute in once in a while? How how did you standard conduct business before uh, COVID, basically?
1: So we have uh, larger properties, um, and at those larger properties where there's you know a lot of tenants, we usually have someone there on-site uh, to to help with the day-to-day operation okay but there's some there's there's also other properties um, that it's not needed and it's, it's not a cost that the property would want to incur either uh, to have someone on site so I think once a week if not more we're there uh, on site checking on the property you know um, I I like to try and get out at least once a month maybe if I can't get out to talk to the tenants uh, I'll call them, see how they're doing, and uh, you know, like, how's the cleaning? Is there anything that you, notice mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah,
0: just touching an base.
1: Issue? Yeah. Exactly. Just, just touching base with, uh, with everyone, and it's, and it's also good for them to know you. To see your face, to see that you're approachable and that you, uh, you care. And it's, it's, it's surprising. Property managers are, are usually have a stigma of being, you know not the nicest people. Yeah, and that never makes
0: ever. much sense to me <laughs> when you're dealing 100% <laughs> with people. Um,
1: yeah, and uh, I think just getting out there and just you know trying to respond to their needs as fast as possible, obviously that's not going to happen every single time, but you know, just explain to them, hey, this is going to take a while, uh, just give me some time and I'll get back to you. It, it, it really helps and it, and it makes an impact.
0: Okay, and so... So, um, so that's what a property manager or you were doing as a property manager before COVID. Do you see that property managers are going to still be that hands-on? Or for instance, you said in your bigger properties that there's somebody always there. Are they going to continue to be always there, for instance, uh, during this COVID, COVID and moving forward? Or are they going to do more, you know, telemanaging and, you know, off-site work where they only go in when they absolutely need to?
1: I think it's it's half and half. Okay. You know, part of the job and of managing properties is dealing with people, and I think that's something you know that face to face interaction is, is never going to change. You'll you'll still have some you know teleman tele managing mm-hmm. and uh, you know being off site and conducting stuff off site, but I think when when things happen and you need to get things done face to face is sometimes the
0: best way to do it. So. So, okay, so even with the pandemic, you still think it's imperative to give the ideal service that a tenant and the landlord needs, frankly, the property manager needs to have some sort of face-to-face, even if they're, you know, abiding by their six-foot COVID, whatever the distance, Um, they should still be on site to give that sort of service that's expected? Okay, um, so what are what are some of the things other than you know being there that is expected of a property manager? Like, what when I move in as a tenant, um, what am I expecting of you to provide for me? Other than I guess like a clean office, uh, you know what what should I be expecting of a property manager? Well, when
1: tenants first move in, we Usually give them, uh, you know, our contact information if they need anything. We give them the the, uh, the information for uh, our maintenance request system, and we also pro- provide them information on how to make payments online. Um, you know, after that, uh, it's pretty it's pretty much if they need anything.
0: Like problem solving.
1: Yeah, we uh-huh. are their contact if there's anything that is ever. You know, they have questions about anything, how to get somewhere, uh, how to access something if they're having trouble getting mm-hmm. in. We're the people that they need to help. And we just want to make that, that known to them so that they feel comfortable that if something does arise, that, we, that they can contact us and uh, we can
0: solve problem. Okay. And so going along with the theme, do you think that those main responsibilities are going to change going forward? Or due to COVID, um, are are there going to be new requirements or something that a property manager is going to have? Do you think, or you think it'll stay mostly the same as it is now, just providing as much service as you physically can?
1: I think I think some things will change. Uh, I'm not too, you know. There's we're still in the process of uh, determining what changes will be made. I think it will be mostly to, uh, you know, to building operations, not really, you know, that tenant manager relationship will change. Um, Maybe more phone calls, Mm -hmm. maybe more phone calls and less face-to-face interaction. But, um, you know, we still want to give them uh, a warm and fuzzy feeling that they are being taken care of. And if they need something they can always reach out.
0: For and that's important. like that's definitely a, a a big part of the psychology of buying is uh, you know buyers' remorse. It, it happens all the time and I guess a property manager making sure that the tenant feels like they're getting what they paid for and more is an important part, especially with a massive um, financial situation like either purchasing a property or being a tenant. Um, So we are at the end of our time, unfortunately. I had a great time uh, interviewing you, uh, Daniel. Um, You gave us a lot of good information about what we are seeing, what we can expect going forward from the property management um, perspective. Um, Is there anything that uh, you have going on or... You know anything along those lines that you feel the need to plug that people should know about about your life about something you're doing anything along those lines that we should know about?
1: I think definitely uh, people should go and check out our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, there, there's always good information.
0: What, what are what are those uh, those pages? Um, is that NAI Miami? NAI Miami services okay all right so if you just search that on google you'll be able to find all that stuff oh yeah great okay
1: website too and and uh, you can find links on there as well but there's always good information about current events what's happening uh any effects uh to the the real estate market uh sba loans is a huge thing that that we're trying to push out and uh and just little bits of information to, to help out our tenants and owners uh, to get
0: through. Just another example of going above and beyond for your tenants and uh, clients. That's it's great. Uh, thank you again, Daniel. Really appreciate it. It's been a, a great time. I think we learned a lot. I think our listeners are definitely going to understand more of how to not only deal with their managers, but understand where the managers are coming from and how they're thinking and what, you know, what they have to deal with every day on a, you know, time-by-time basis depending on what tenant or client they're dealing with uh so thank you i appreciate it um and we will see you next time on the